The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Now, tonight is the final episode of the current season of Love Island. Love Island. Love Island All Stars, uh, it has been called. You might not have noticed, though, because almost nobody is watching it. I mean, we've kind of dug out a few people. Deirdre Malumbi apparently has been watching it uh, for her sins, but very few people here are in the UK. And it begs the question whether this is simply a show that has come to the end of its natural life, or does it herald a shift in TV trends? And if so, a shift to what? So I mentioned Deirdre Malumbi, the audience editor at the Independent.ie, Jodie McCormack, fashion columnist with the Limerick Post, an Orla Condon podcaster and host of My Pod on Paper. You're all very, very welcome. So Deirdre, um, you have been watching this. Yes. My it's God. been a You're the pleasure. one. You're I'm the, the one. only one who's keeping those TV ratings going. <laughs> um, so, but I'm, I am right in saying, I mean, we, we don't have a breakdown, I don't think, for the ratings here. But in, yeah. in, I think in the UK, it's like less, it's about 1% of the population. It's tiny, yeah. their figures. Yeah, I mean, it's been kind of steadily decreasing over the years anyway. And I think that with the All-Stars edition, they were kind of hoping for something of a resurgence in those figures. You know, people who might have been Love Island fans a few years ago, seeing some of their char- their favourite, here I am calling them characters, personalities. Is their that ca- fair to say? Their characters. <laughs> <laughs> uh, favourite personalities, you know, returning. Um, there were some like exes who were, you know, reunited. So there were those kind of uh, things happening. And I suppose for me, like my interest in it wasn't even necessarily seeing those um, people going in there to find love because particularly because this edition of the show was like a few weeks shorter. I was like, how many of them are actually going to find love in this mm. space of time? But I was interested in seeing, okay, having gotten to know those personalities so well, having watched them for weeks and weeks for their respective seasons, how much have they matured? Have they grown up a bit more since we last saw them? So I was kind of more interested in, have they? I suppose, the whole human psychology. That's the thing. Some of them were very much the same old, immature, quite <laughs> self-centred, uh, particularly the younger ones. But some of them had considerably matured. It was also nice to see the average age be kind of closer to people in their 30s rather than yes. 20s. So there were some interesting characters there. Uh, Despite your valiant attempts then to get the viewership figures up, um, very few people, as we say, watch it. So do, do you suspect this is just kind of, it's been around for a few years, people get bored of the same format and they just move on to something new? Or is there kind of a, an underlying trend as well in terms of TV? I mean, I think that Love Island as a format has gotten quite old. And I mean, like people have been complaining for a good few years now that there's a total lack of diversity on the show, which is true in terms of, you know, race, in terms of like body figures, like really all we're seeing are these good looking people, you know, get together on the show. And that's kind of, I suppose, part of the aspect of what's appealing about it. But reality TV is in an interesting place, I suppose I would say. Um, At the moment, I was looking at a list of kind of shows that are returning for uh, 2024, just because I was almost a bit curious about what reality TV shows are still going. And you do have ones that have been going on for years and years and years. The likes of The Bachelor going into season 28, um, American Idol season 22 and Survivor, if you can believe it, is going into season 46. So some of these reality TV shows have just proven to be going on and on and on. But then there are other formats like Love Island that I think we're starting to see the end of. Uh, It might come back though, Orla Condon, mightn't it? Because we've seen that, like, I mean, The Bachelor and, and, and those other shows like Survivor that Deirdre mentions they have gone continuously but The Apprentice that disappeared for a few years that's come back Big Brother Celebrity Big Brother is going to be back apparently this summer 
Yeah, absolutely. Like I think, cut I jeans. Think, I mean, just keep them in the closet. They'll all come back eventually. I mean, look, low rise is back, I hear. I don't want to hear it, but it's back. <laughs> I, I told, like, I, I agree. I think the difference with some of the shows that were just mentioned there, your kind of bachelor, your survivor, their core structure, I think, lends itself more to adaptability. I think Love Island, where it has kind of had its success, but it will also see its downfall, is a template that just isn't aging with the times. Um, so, you know, like for anyone who, who doesn't watch the show, I'm sure they describe the base structure similarly to some people like us who are fans of the show over the years as, you know, young, conventionally good looking people in bikinis and swim trunks in a nice villa, like airing the weirdest chat up lines and the weirdest scenarios, all kind of saying that they're here for love. When are they really all these questions? And we're kind of aging out of that kind of reality TV sphere. And I just don't know if the changes that they would have to make to update Love Island and to make it feel kind of fresh again would pull it too far away from the core structure. Is is there a need to update or is it, is it the decision now to just to gut it and just build something new. I mean, the viewership is massively down despite this season, and I hope the others would agree, being somewhat surprisingly entertaining. It was kind of a curiosity that had me watching this season to see what they would do with it and if it would draw people in. But I think it all comes down to that viewing amount and the time that they're asking of viewers. This season was five weeks, but generally it's eight weeks, six nights a week with a bonus episode Mm. on the seventh night if you're finding yourself free on a Saturday again. And I think that is just becoming the, the, the pro of, of that kind of investment is not worth the payback of the show anymore. And I think unless they really are willing to tackle that kind of part of the structure, we're just going to see these viewing figures continue to drop. And uh, Jody McCormack is with us as well. Jody, I suspect that like within a couple of years of, of kind of was it the real world and Survivor and you know, the, the early iterations of Big Brother, you would have found kind of op-eds and papers uh, kind of suggesting that, you know, reality television was already on the way and it was going, it was going to kind of be flashing the pan. I mean, kind of 20, 20 years on, um, what do you put the longevity down to? I'm not entirely sure. It's it's an interesting one because like I've never been a person that was into reality TV. And I think what we're seeing now, like when I started watching Love Island, I was, 16 and I'm in my 20s now and I think what we're seeing is reality TV has grown and grown and I think it's come down to nearly uh, the authenticity of it is gone a little bit like when I first started watching Love Island it wasn't a show that everyone was watching it wasn't what was on the tip of everyone's tongue whereas now you ask your granny what Love Island is and she knows what it is so I think it's become this thing of people are going into these shows with a career plan, with a game plan, rather than like these shows that we would have seen, even like shows like The Only Way is Essex and things back in the day, that was just people having fun. They didn't care how they were being perceived. But it's really moved away from that now into like strategic career moves for like influencers and things like that. And I think that's really, like people love to hate on that. And there is that running joke of, oh, they're going into Love Island for the boohoo deal yeah. or the pretty little thing deal. And I think it has taken away the success of it, I think, has nearly taken away from the success of it in a way. Deirdre, I wonder, is part of the appeal, and that there's, the, you know, you kind of line up psychologists from here to Timbuktu who, who have their own opinions on why, but I wonder, as part of the appeal, is that it's like that old-fashioned idea of a kind of appointment television again. It's not like Masters of the Air and Apple Plus that people kind of watch at their own speed or they wait till all the episodes are there. Because people are getting kicked off or things are happening and they know they're going to get talked about, people tend to kind of watch. We, I think there's a, 
you know, I like this idea that we're all kind of gregarious uh, at our core. We like the idea that we're all kind of doing the same thing at the same time. Yeah, that's just it. And we we don't really get a number of those like kind of event TV shows anymore, do we? Um, and maybe that is the thing about Love Island in Bonding Us. I think that like um, I was on the show previously and I feel like Succession was the last big show that we were talking about. Yes. But then Succession, you'd kind of almost, well, certain viewers might associate with almost being a bit like, haughty-taughty and like inaccessible, you know, because it is more like businessy kind of at its core and language and stuff like that. I, I clearly know what I'm talking about when it comes to that <laughs> show. I still really enjoyed it for the personalities. I had no idea what was actually going on in terms of how the Roy family were running business and everything. So, yeah, I think that the Love Island, um, kind of the accessibility and kind of the the silliness of it and even the people kind of messing about and some of them, <laughs> some of their conversations are absolutely uh, mad and just so stupid. Like one of the, it's funny because um, the the Bonus Saturday episode was mentioned there, uh, Love Island Unseen Bits, it's mm. called actually. And that was actually one of my favourite episodes of the week because the other episodes of the week would usually just be following, you know, the chats, the cringy flirting and stuff like that. But with the Unseen Bits, you'd see them like messing around, playing games, kind of having these would you rather games. Um, Toby was uh, one of the characters who would like kind of jump out and frighten people and stuff like this. So that was kind of, it was fun to watch that that kind of stuff. And I suppose that's getting more into kind of the big brother type of element of like what happens when you get a bunch of people like just living together and messing around together. Um, and then I think another thing that was mentioned there was in terms of like, you know, these people like creating uh, big careers after the show. I was watching the most recent season of uh, Love is Blind season six that yeah. just jumped on Netflix. I can't believe it. But these among the conversation of like, how many kids do you want and stuff? They're talking about how many followers do you have? It's just the most insane wow. thing. Is this what dating has become? Or yeah, like we were saying, is it just that's what people are going on to after the show? Madness. Well, Jody, uh, Joe is after getting in touch to say a game plan. Don't be so cynical. They're there to find true love. <laughs> Simply put, uh, Joe, thank you for the text. Uh, well, I had a moment uh, talking about appointment television. It was like being back in the mid-90s. So it was a lovely spring weekend that we all just experienced. Out in the street, all the kids playing football, all the parents standing around, uh, small talking about, you know, traffic and things like this that people in the middle ages uh, talk about. And then we had to call them all in because Gladiators was on telly. We knew they'd all want to watch Gladiators at the same time. Anyway, everything comes full circle. Don't throw out those bootcut jeans. That's what we're saying. Uh, Deirdre Malumby, audience editor at independent.ie, Jody McCormack, fashion columnist with the Limerick Post and Orla Condon, podcaster and host of My Pod on Paper. Thank you all uh, very much. Love Island, the musical at the Convention Centre. Any takers, I wonder, uh, says another listener. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.